Wrapping up this three-part series on being weakless and self-care and how other people affect those things, this week we need to talk about boundaries. Let's go. Self-care isn't easy. It requires doing hard things. Being uncomfortable is mandatory. It's not for the weak and it's not for the fragile. But that's okay. We don't mind. Because we are weakless. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to A Moment of Weakless. This is episode number 27. And over the last couple of weeks, we have been talking about how other people affect or how we allow other people to affect our self-care and what being weakless does to that. And we started out by talking about what it's like to live your life like it's a performance. And then last time we talked about people-pleasing. And those two things really go hand in hand. And another thing that goes hand in hand with both of those things is our subject this week, and that is boundaries. And um, starting from the beginning, what I very often hear from people who are people pleasers and believe that their life is one big performance are statements like, he doesn't respect my boundaries. And to be honest, that's a misunderstanding of what boundaries are. I think what you really mean to say when you say something like that is that he doesn't respect my opinions. Because people pleasers and those people who think that life is a big performance and everybody else's opinions really, really matter, those people have a really hard time setting actual boundaries. And what they typically do is just express their opinions. They'll say things like, I don't like it when you talk like that around me. And that's not a boundary. There's no reason why the other person involved couldn't just say, well, I do like it when I talk that way around you. A boundary comes with some sort of if-then statement. It comes with consequences. For example, between North and South Korea, there is a boundary. And if you think you're going to go waltzing across that boundary, you will be shot. There are massive consequences to that. Now, that's an extreme example, but an actual boundary in a situation like the example I just gave would sound something like, If you continue to talk that way around me, I will no longer be around you. I will sever this relationship. That's what a boundary sounds like. It means if you do this, this will happen. Like if there is a moat around your castle and there are crocodiles in it, the implication there is if you cross that boundary, you will get eaten by crocodiles. And people pleasers are really, really bad at setting boundaries like that because they don't want to upset anybody. So what they typically do is express their opinions. They'll say things like, don't treat me that way. And what they really mean is, I would appreciate it if you didn't treat me that way. Because they're not actually going to follow through on anything if the person does continue to treat them that way. So your boundaries have to come with some sort of consequence that is either so clearly implied that the other person can't possibly misunderstand them, or they've actually been articulated and you've said those things. You need to do this concerning me, or I will do that concerning you. And then you have to actually follow through. For some of you, this is probably making the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Because to take that kind of assertive action is just out of the question. 
like we talked about before, most people pleasers will find themselves just going along with whatever other people want them to do or whatever they think other people want them to do. Like that example that I gave where somebody wants you to stay up late and go out and eat a bunch of junk food with them. And you go, sure, I wasn't ever going to consider doing that if you weren't here because I'm trying really hard to take good care of myself. But because you asked, now I kind of have to do it because I don't want you to think bad things about me. And the boundaries thing plays into that because people can get pushy sometimes. Come on, just have a drink with me or come on, just eat some of this junk food. And people will especially do that to you when they feel bad about their own decisions. Like if you've got those friends that are probably never really going to step up and take good care of themselves, but they feel like they should be. And then you suddenly say, I think I'm going to take better care of myself. Those people will usually try to trip you up. They'll try to stick a stick in your spokes because they don't want to feel bad about their own decisions. And you were allowing them to feel okay about what they're doing because at least they weren't alone in taking such poor care of themselves. So it's not super common that you're going to go to a party and not drink and have somebody right in your face about it. You just feel like that's the case. So you probably end up drinking because you don't want to stick out or you don't want to be the only person who's not drinking. But there will come those times when occasionally somebody will be pressuring you to do something that you don't want to do because you've been trying to take better care of yourself. And if you don't stick up for yourself and draw a line in the sand, they're going to stay with it. So they'll say something like, come on, just eat some cake. And in that situation, your response should always be a subjective one. Like, I'm not going to eat cake because cake hasn't been making me feel good. Not cake, it's bad for me and I'm on a diet because then they'll just argue with that. But if you say cake hasn't been making me feel good, there's really nothing they can argue with unless they really want to be a jerk. And they'd basically be saying, I don't care. You should feel bad. But most of your friends will drop it right there. For those people that do continue to push, that's when you need a boundary. Look, I'm not going to eat cake with you. Keep trying to push me to eat cake and I'm going to have to walk away. Seriously, is that what you want? You're going to keep pushing me over cake? Really? It's just cake. You're going to stay in my face over this. If you do, I'm going to have to walk away. And you've got to draw a line in the sand. Again, this is probably making the hair on the back of your neck stand up if you're a people pleaser because you wouldn't dare say something like that to somebody and risk them suddenly not liking you. Or the whole way home, you're driving home, you're just going to be thinking about it. Oh God, I was too harsh with so-and-so. Now so-and-so probably doesn't like me. Oh my God, what are they going to be like next time I see them? Maybe I should just call and apologize and just freaking out and ruminating because God forbid somebody who was kind of being a jerk might not like you. I know this is a really, really difficult one, but boundaries have to be set. And I think sometimes the place where people have the hardest time setting boundaries is with family. And I can speak from personal experience that, um, you know, boundaries can be set and followed through with. And it's going to be up to you. This is completely subjective. You get to decide what you want. For me, I had a grandfather and an aunt that were just constantly out of line. And I was in my mid-teens when I finally just put my foot down and went, I am done with both of you, and I will never be around either one of you. You both suck, and the rest of the family can say anything they want. Oh, and boy, did they. The whole family was upset because despite the fact that the family felt exactly the same way I did, and they all thought that these two people were just a complete pain in the neck all the time, 
the family thought that what we were supposed to do is go, oh, that's just how they are. And then you just let them treat you like crap. And I was the first person that ever stood up against them and said, you will never do this again. And I'm done. Bye-bye. And walked away. And everybody was just appalled, especially the grandfather and aunt in question. But I was not going to be treated poorly. So I towed up and I didn't use that excuse. But they're family. You just have to deal with them. I mean, like, what are you going to do? Write them off? Well, in my case, yes. Yes, I absolutely did. And I don't really know where I got that level of self-respect at such a young age. I didn't always have it throughout my life. And even after that, I didn't always have that level of self-respect. But in that moment, I stepped up and said, this is how I will be treated. And you are incapable of that. And you have to go. And I wrote them off. So I am speaking from experience. And I'm giving you an example that might go farther than you're willing to go. And I totally get that. But boundaries are absolutely essential because the message that they send back to ourselves is that I respect me. I won't let people walk on me. I don't let people treat me poorly because you can't let people walk on you and treat you poorly. And then also keep yourself convinced that you think that you are valuable. It's not possible. You can stand in your mirror and tell yourself that you're awesome until you're blue in the face, but then if you go out into the world and you let people kick you around, the lie is going to come to the surface. And you're going to know it. And you're going to feel it. So forcing other people to treat you the way you know you deserve to be treated is a seriously important part of building self-worth and as we've talked about before, self-care will be based on your self-worth, whether or not you want it to be. If your self-worth is low, you are going to struggle with self-care. If your self-worth is high, self-care will be easy for you. All you have to do is want it and you will do it. You won't get in your own way. You won't self-sabotage. So this is really an essential part of the process. If you don't have good boundaries, you're lying to yourself about your self-worth and if you're lying to yourself about your self-worth, you need to expect to struggle with self-care. And let's be perfectly honest, we would never look at anybody getting kicked around and walked on and just taking it, walking on eggshells around people and taking a bunch of rude comments and just swallowing them. We'd never see that and go, wow, that person's weakless. And that's what we're shooting for here. Boundaries are going to be an essential part of the process. You can start small, but... The first thing you have to realize that you've probably never realized if you're a people pleaser is that boundaries are not an expression of your opinions. Saying that you don't like something doesn't make a boundary. Saying that you wish somebody would do something doesn't make a boundary. Even telling somebody to do something oftentimes doesn't make a boundary unless the consequences are clearly stated without stating them. Running around in the world telling people what you wish they would do that's not making boundaries. And you need boundaries in your life. And when you have a lot of self-respect, you'll probably need less boundaries because people that carry themselves with a lot of confidence and obviously have a lot of self-respect don't draw in other people who try to walk on them. And boundaries are enacted upon very quickly in those people. For example, somebody like that gets in a relationship and they get one red flag that this person has an explosive, violent temper and they're gone. 
They're not that person who sits around for years getting treated like crap while they hope that this person will change. They're immediately gone. It's sort of a one-strike thing. And um, you may not be there yet. You may not be ready for that. But you can get there. You can get there by doing all the things that we do here that build self-respect, but also starting small with boundaries and starting to demand to be treated the way you deserve to be treated little by little. And eventually you will be that person who carries herself in such a way that you won't really even have to talk about boundaries very often. People just won't try to walk on you because they'll see that you won't take it. So I'd really like you to give this some thought. Without solid boundaries, you are going to have a really hard time maintaining the self-worth that will be required for long-term self-care. And since you've been hanging out with me this long, all the way to episode 27, you do obviously want to be weakless, and this is going to be part of all that. So give this stuff some thought, and if all of this makes you uncomfortable, well, you know what to do. You want the Discomfort Zone Workshop, and you can get it by going to beweekless.com, or you can jump in the show notes and grab it at the link there. And we will see you next time. Take care.